Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Table Talks with Danner and the B-Man. What's our question today, Danner? Today's question is, how can I maintain my faith without being so sucked into the ways of the world? Good question. So we'll let ladies go first. All right. Well, when I heard this, Psalm 73 um, in particular stood out to me. And the person who wrote it basically started off by saying, um, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. For I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. They seem to live such painless lives. Their bodies are so healthy and strong. They don't have troubles like other people. They're not plagued with problems like everyone else. So basically, what I picture right here in this passage is some, you know, like filthy rich person out there living their best life, you know, they can kind of get whatever they want, whatever they need, and it's just no, you know, no trouble, no pain. But then, you know, your average person over here who struggles on a day-to-day basis, they're jealous of this. They're jealous of the sin and just how life seems so easy for them. But later in the same chapter of Psalms, um, they go on to say, did I keep my pure heart for nothing? Did I keep myself innocent for no reason? I get nothing but trouble all day long. Every morning brings me pain. Then I went to your sanctuary, O God, and I finally understood the destiny of the wicked. Truly, you put them on a slippery path and send them sliding over the cliff to destruction. In an instant, they are destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. Wow, okay, that's so relatable. Um, I think on earth here, in this moment, we can get so caught up on how... You know, it seems physically, but my, yeah. my brain's gone. Well, it, it's <laughs> here's the thing. I mean, it'd be nice to be rich. Yeah. I'm not going to say I don't want to be rich, but you, you said this in a previous table talks that what does it gain you to gain the whole world, but yet lose your soul? So you could be one of the richest people here on earth, mm-hmm. but if you don't have a relationship with God, one day it's going to yeah. end. You know, and then for those... I know some great Christians who struggle, um, but in the end, uh, for the one who you know sustains their faith, they're going to have riches. I mean, heaven's God's paved it with gold, so it's going to be everything uh, that we could even imagine. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's kind of like giving it up here to get gain it there and have it forever. Or you could have it here temporarily, and then you don't get it there. And that's right? where a lot of people don't get it, because they look at our lives today, and as much as we think it is, this life isn't about us, and it's so short. It's such a, like a little tiny subplot compared to the much greater plot that we're a part of. You know, it's look not about us. Subplots <laughs> and plots. You but that's just the writer in me. I, <laughs> I was thinking that life's a vapor, and you know, it's <laughs> the dew on the ground, like the scripture says, and you're over there plotting. And to put me to sleep over there, oh, but... Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, maintaining your faith. The Bible says that we're to be in the world, but not of the world. So how do you do that? Uh, it's not easy. You know, I mean, we, we live in a society today where we are bombarded by the world. Everywhere you turn, you know. Um, most of our day is spent living around ungodliness, not godliness. So uh, it's difficult to maintain um, perspective and our faith, you know, when um, that's all we see. But that comes with maturity as well, you know. That's where it would be probably in someone's best interest as a young Christian to get around someone who's more seasoned, 
that can be an accountability partner that kind of can help you out, love you, walk, you know, hold hands through it um, to help you see what to do, what not to do, because it says that it's a brand new life to us uh, when we get saved. So uh, it's not easy. So for anyone to say that it is, is absurd. And then you can look in First um, John chapter 2, starting at verse 15. I won't read it. You can go dig it up yourself and, and look at it for the listener. But uh, John specifically talks about this as far as maintaining your faith, being in the world but not of the world, and you know, making sure that uh, we're focused on the right things and not it, – it's easy to look – I used to do this when I was young, and I still do this some, but um, you know, if I was at the beach and we're riding in a boat – or on the lake. My aunt lives on the lake at Watery. I do this even now when we're riding jet skis or boat or whatever. You ride through and you look at these houses that are immaculate and you kind of dream a little, you know. It, it's maybe you envy a little. It's like, man, I, I wish that was me. Well, mm-hmm. you don't know what troubles come with that either, you know. I mean, that could be a home that's about to completely split apart. Even though it looks good on the outside, it may be turmoil and war on the inside. You know, so you have to be careful of what you ask for. Um, I love music, and years ago, not so much now, but people were pushing me to, hey, maybe you should try out for American Idol or whatever. And that's just never been something that I wanted to do. It's not that I was fearful of doing it. Um, I'm not sure that I would have made it anyway, but... You just didn't want to embarrass everybody else out there, Brad. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, yeah, this is why I love you, Dad. Take Luke Ryan C. Right. <laughs> uh, Ryan Seacrest and I would probably hit it off and be best buds, but that was just something that never really... That was not my heart. My heart was like leading corporate worship and, and those type things. Um, but you hear these stories all the time of where... And you and I talked about this with your writing that, you know, once you move out to L.A. or wherever, wherever, and it's not primarily, I mean, nowhere is, but they're very liberal, very liberal. Oh, yeah. And you hear of musicians who say that they literally sold their soul to the devil for fame and fortune. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just dangerous. That's that slippery slope that you read about that... You know, how bad do you want it here? You know, if that's what you want, then I believe the devil has the power to give it to you. But if it's like Solomon, the richest man, the wisest man who will ever live, not who has ever lived, who will ever live. um, God said, listen, I'll give you whatever you want. What is your heart desire? And he said, I want wisdom. So God made him the wisest man who will ever live. But what did he tack on to it? The richest man who will ever live was Solomon. Um, And you can go and read in Scripture to where, you know, in Ecclesiastes, he said, it's all vanity. I've had everything you could possibly think of, good and bad. And the bad, if it doesn't equate to God and what God wants to do in your life and his blessings, it's vain. 
you know it's fleeting it's going to go away Mm -hmm. it's it may bring satisfaction for a moment but it just leaves you wanting more and more and more and more Mm -hmm. you know um so it's difficult to do that but it's not impossible because the word says that what's impossible with man is certainly possible with god it's just boils down to how bad do you want it you know so i would say i'll kick it over you and then we can close it out in order to do that to keep your faith uh in the world you need to surround yourself with godly people Uh, you need to be a part of a good bible study group uh like you with a you know a youth group with derek and katie and Mm -hmm. others have good devotionals that you can do uh, that'll help you stay in the word and then know your weaknesses you know if your weakness is i was just talking to somebody earlier that's dealing with someone the weakness is drugs and alcohol don't put yourself in that position to fall you know surround yourself with people that have been there and conquered it and that can cheer you on and encourage you hey if i can do it you know you can do it too um because there's you put a lot of stock in that if i see you and you've been there and you've done it and you've conquered it and you've come out the other side uh and you're doing well then why wouldn't i focus on you and seeing what you did and how you did it and pattern my life after that so um i'll let you close it out you know how how do you maintain your faith you're 16. You you have all these things. Yeah, I, I think you, you pretty much, you just gave out the perfect recommendations. One thing that just came to mind was, um, you know, whenever you are tempted, whenever you are curious or anything, just remember, like, you know, you said, it's not always picture perfect. And that um, God shows us from the get-go how broken and corrupt humani- humanity is. But the beauty is that he tells us we don't have to be a part of that. Um, of the pain and suffering anymore if we choose to accept him in his spirit. So, like Brad said, just kind of know your weaknesses. Um and just know your value and just seek after the um the spirit and you'll be good well i can't follow up anything any better than that so i want to thank you for being with us for another episode of table talks we'll see you back here next time thank y'all for joining